You don't. I mean, you don't have to. You don't, you don't got no regular headsets in the house? Like, like no. earbuds? No, because we're all, we're all wireless here. But with this setup, of course, now I have to plug in something. But, I mean... Well, it sounds so elitist when you say it like that, but all right. <laughs> what do you mean, elitist? You're like, oh, we are wireless here. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> I guess. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Comics Collective. Um, you guys are listening to an episode number that I am not sure of. I believe it's 13. Um, I'm going to say so, 12. We might be wrong, but... Yeah. <laughs> You'll, you guys will know. You guys will know. Uh, we don't, though. Um, today, uh, we are going to be talking about the new Star Wars movie. Uh, no spoilers in this one. We will have a spoiler review a little bit later on. Um, where we will have a guest star. Hmm. He likes pizza, and he also likes punk music. Hmm. Um, also, uh, we are going to talk about uh, the books we have been reading this week as well. Before we go ahead and hop into that, I want you guys to pull out your phone. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter at ComicsCollectI3. Same, hash- or same handle for uh, Instagram. And follow us at Comics Collective on Facebook as well. Uh, why you guys should do that is follow us for the memes, follow us for the news, and more memes. <laughs> A baby Yoda memes. Yeah. Buddy, baby. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, don't forget to tell your friends uh, about our podcast. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your uncle, tell your whole family. <laughs> Let them know that Comics Collective is out there. For their comfort, inside their ear hole. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so, just a quick background. I am not a huge Star Wars fan. I will be participating in this discussion, uh, but not as heavily as Sonny and Quinn. Uh, oh, but let's go me. ahead and kick it off. Um, you are excused, Sonny. Uh, let's go ahead and start with you, my friend. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> Quinn and I went to see Star Wars on Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Day before everyone else went to see it because I went to see it again on Friday and it was packed. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we went to see the movie. Uh, I was looking forward to this. This was one of the movies I was looking forward to to see how they finished this trilogy. Um, a lot of stuff in the movie that I, after I watched it a second time was like they forced not, not, I don't, don't want to say forced anything. I think they were doing a lot of um, cleanup from the second movie. But all in all, if you know, if you're not a Star Wars fan, you might have you you're going to enjoy it. But if you're if you're a diehard Star Wars fan, you might have issues with it. I fall in the middle because I like fantasy stuff. So I thought it was a very good movie. My personal opinion, I thought it was a very good movie. They had a lot of fake outs in the movie that was really good. Um, it definitely had me on the edge of my seat about a lot of stuff that happened in the movie. Um, I, but I definitely recommend people to go see this movie. It was, it was good. I, I think um, it's getting a lot of slack for dumbass reasons. But, you know, that's the world we live in now. What about you, Quinn? Okay, so, um, you know, I like to do this really dumb thing where I like to watch reviews before I go see a movie. Um, and, and I'll say that I had no problems 
this trilogy. Um, but there's a lot of negative reviews online. Uh, with that being said, uh, when I went in there, I went in there with grounded expectations now that I saw reviews. And I actually enjoyed it way more than other people had said. Um, right, right, right. You know, uh, I, I like Sonny said, um, I feel like they did a lot of cleanup for this movie. Um, I'm also in the camp of, of small people that believe that you could almost go into this movie without watching The Last Jedi, and pretty much everything's fine. Um, you know, uh, you know, our, our guest is going to be coming on for the spoiler talk. He's a he's a really big fan of The Last Jedi. He he was in that other camp of people that really enjoyed it. So I'm curious to how he's going to be uh, thinking about this movie. Um, but for me, I really had a good time with it. Uh, there was one scene in particular that kind of drove me a little mad but it had nothing to do with the plot of star wars at all uh they they had a uh, in the movie it's not even really a spoiler uh just every main character uh just has a very lucky landing on the ground and i was just like oh it's a little too convenient um <laughs> sonny i think you know what i'm talking about out out in the desert um, <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. where they where they where they all land in spectacular fashion. Uh, you see a little bit a bit of that in the trailer, and I'm just like, man, all right. So they all land on their feet. That's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but otherwise, I think this was a good closeout to the trilogy, and uh, I'm kind of sad to see you go. I know that everyone's been kind of trying to rush to the finish line, uh, but for me, this was uh it's sad you know it's the end of a end of an era and uh you know we we still have uh one more episode of mandalorian left um but uh but yeah i I think they finished out strong um i feel like this movie could have been split into two movies um i i feel like uh the first half could have been a movie had been expanded and same with the the last half of the movie um because I, I feel like that was kind of J.J. Abrams' whole plan, if you want to call it that. Um, it just felt like they kind of put this, like, six-hour movie and they kind of condensed it into two and a half hours. Um, but I but I feel like it was well-paced enough that I, I didn't feel like it was dis- disjointed at all. But uh, a- anything to add, Sonny? Nah, just uh, just get out there and go see it. Um, right now, the, the they're saying this is one of the lowest. Um, I think the lowest opening for Star Wars, if I read it correctly. But it still made the first day it made like one hundred seventy-five million. Fuck you. Yeah, but, you know what? That, like, that really uh, that really shocks me. After all of the the backlash uh, before Solo came out, I figured that that would still be the lowest. Right, just like um, people, just like a lot yeah. of sit behind it. But yeah, yeah um, so Nick, uh, do you have any? Really? <laughs> Keep going. I know. Sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> yes, um, I have a couple things to add. Um, so, would you guys consider um, the Rise of Skywalker a space opera film? I think the whole Star Wars in general is a space opera. Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole. Um, I mean, other than Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah, that was more of a a, a war movie. Uh, yeah. But if I was to throw into any camp, I'd say it's an adventure movie. Mm. Okay, okay. 
Um, do you guys like the uh, trilogy since J.J. Uh, Abrams took it over? I think he, he put a lot of um, old school elements in it. And, you know, this is my opinion. Fake fans are like, oh, it reminds me of this one. So then when they change it and go a different way, they get pissed off about that. And they bring Abrams back. He goes back to the elements that the people want. They still want to have, they still got a reason to hate about stuff. You know, I like J.J. Abrams as a director, producer, writer or whatnot. Um, his Star Trek, he bought Star Trek to the mainstream again with his movies. Um, I like his, you know, his uh, what was the movie he did with the monsters and stuff? I'm sorry. Uh, Cloverdale. I love his Clover, Clover, Leaf. I love his movies. I mean, I want to see that one. I was just like, wow, fucking shaky cam. You know, I thought it was done. He reinvented it, in my opinion, he did. Um, in uh, a lot of his TV shows and stuff that he's done, like Alias or whatnot, if I think it was Alias, don't quote me, I'm sorry. But he, he he's a good writer and director, you know? It's just mm-hmm. people like that for stupid-ass reasons. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but did he not direct that one really, really bad sequel to all those movies that came out this year? What was it called? Oh god! The one with the the guys who are supposed to be superheroes. Mm. Um, w- ones like uh, ones played by Samuel L. Jackson, who is a really old guy from the the Glass movie. No, no, he did, he, he did not do. Uh, yeah, he did not do that. Yeah, uh, who the hell was that? That's M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's his trilogy of movies. Right. Yeah, uh, I heard that was bad. But Glass. The final movie. No. Yeah. Uh, the movie wasn't bad. The ending was weak. I think that's what it was. I think people were expecting it to go off with a bang, and I don't think that was ever the intention of that movie. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. So, who's excited to uh, buy Joker when it comes out on DVD? It's already out on digital. Yeah, buddy. I'm, but, a buddy uh, of mine was watching it the other day, and I was like, "How did you watch that?" <laughs> and I was like, oh, digital. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get it definitely put it in my collection. I got when does it come out, Nick? Uh it comes out. Let me double check the exact date. I think it's January 7th. Uh Joker movie. Oh, just in time for pay week. Yay. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Sorry, I'm gonna be that guy. I saw Joker way too many times in the theater, and I need a cool off before I go watch it again, but I will be buying it. I just don't know if I'm gonna buy it right away. Oh, all right. And I'll, um January seventh. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy it. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Jerker was really good. Uh, I'm expecting it to at least be in talks for some kind of awards this year. I, I don't know if it's going to win, but I, I expect it to be in someone's talks for it. Funny thing, I haven't heard anything oh. about it yet. Like I mean, they, they, like you say, they talked about it, but I, don't, I haven't heard anything like, yeah, it's definitely going to be. So, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it. it could be, you know... For best makeup, like uh, <laughs> you know, Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. Best stop. Just, just stop. <laughs> best makeup. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, um, before we oh, go ahead me. and go into our comic books, I want to go ahead and go off a little bit of a tangent. Fine. And since we're kind of nearing the end of the year here, mm-hmm. and wow, this will probably be our last podcast of 2019. 
will it? Mm, no, because we got to do the um, spoiler. Um, show. Oh yeah. So the second to last. Yeah. One. This is part. Um, this is but this I want to part go. one. <laughs> yeah, part one of our final podcast of twenty nineteen. Yeah, uh, guys, I think um, we mean part four because we got to start in the middle, go forward, then go backwards, and do a prequel. Sorry. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking Star Wars <laughs> fucks up the whole timeline for everybody. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> um, no, you're good. I want to talk about um, 10 of the worst movies in 2019. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's a bunch. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off a list that I have here from an entertainment website. Um, the first one, number 10, is going to be The Curse of La Lorraine. Hold yeah, on. Anybody Hold heard on. of that can one? I, can I stop you guys? Uh, Nick, as you read off each movie, I think everyone should chime in, chime in with just seen it, if they've seen it, and then we can go from there. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, so, The Curse of La Lorena. Mm-mm. I had intentions, and then I heard bad things. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I didn't see it. I, I didn't care to see it. Oh, this one sounds good. Haven't seen it, but The Queen's Corgi. Uh. I, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, here's another good one. Unicorn Store. What? Oh, is oh, that the yeah. one? That's yeah. the Brie Larson movie, Brie right? Larson. Yeah, that, yeah, that was on Netflix. I never watched it. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah oh, it's number eight for the t- top 2019 worst movies. I'll give it a chance. I'll, that'll, that'll be one of the first movies I watched in January since I'm doing this thing with Quinn. I'm just. All right. Velvet, Bell, Velvet Buzzsaw better be on this list. I'm just saying. Go ahead. <laughs> you didn't like Velvet Buzzsaw. That's right. Yeah. You didn't like that I hated movie? That movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. <sighs> Number seven, Wonder Park. Mm-mm. No, but I know exactly mm. what that movie is. And I, I guarantee yeah. you, uh, at, at my job, I'm sure we're going to be playing with for our kids at some point. <laughs> Oh, oh, I, I know oh, it's gonna oh. be, uh, know why it's number seven because it's the description starts out like the Queen's Corgi. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. I know what that movie is. I was go- yeah. Charles wanted to see that shit. I was like, eh. oh man, I never saw this one, but um, I did want to see it. Uh, the Upside at number six. No uh, way. No way. Sonny and I saw that movie. We both liked it. Did that we? One with Brian Cranston and um. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. Oh yes, yes, yeah, trash. Movie. That was a good movie. It was a remake. I still try. I still got to see the, re- the original movies because it's been like remade like three times. I believe the original movie Damn. was French. I yeah, it's, it's it's been remade in a bunch of different countries. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed that movie. So I have seen it. I can actually say that when I've seen it. So the last oh. the last movie you just said the the animated movie one the um, Water Park. Wonder Park was eighty percent, eighty percent liked on Google, and the upside is ninety percent liked on Google. Hmm. Is that audience? Interesting. Yeah, hmm. Google users. <laughs> Who uses Google? <laughs> I stick with my Bing. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, number five coming <laughs> in at number five. Fucking Bing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, they tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember Ask Jesus? Oh, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, 
I brought that up to my students the other day, and they they mm. were acting like I was just making this whole thing up about how the butler went on an extended vacation, and then it just became ask.com. Does anyone yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming in at number five, X-Men, Dark Phoenix. Everyone agree with that? Yeah. I saw it. It was it had it, it had promise, but it was fucking trash. Yeah, I had not seen it. Um, Sonny uh, tried to wa- make me watch it on the Fire Stick, and I promptly turned it off. <laughs> uh, Quinn, I, I think you'll de- disagree with this one, and I have not seen it, but I do want to. Coming at number four, Hellboy. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm not even gonna try to sit here and like compare it to uh, Del Toro's. Uh, right. movies right because uh, i i think that's really unfair for someone to uh because this is not a sequel to to del toro's two originals um i think for what it was uh i i will agree the cgi looked god awful uh they did mila really? they did oh, uh, mila jovich uh no favors uh the cgi looked god awful but the storyline in general was fine yeah and I mean, let's just all we can all say that um, what's his name? Uh, David Harbour is very popular these days. Yeah. Coming up in uh, Black Widow soon. Yeah. Well, yeah. well deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in at number three. This one I disagree with. Uh, Brightburn. Yeah. Disagree. Totally yeah, disagree. Disagree. I like that movie. Yeah, it was good. Definitely. Good. I think that's out now on um, DVD, isn't it? Uh, I Brightburn? yes, actually, when we went Black yes. Friday shopping, I actually picked it up for five dollars. Yeah, I got it for five bucks on the PlayStation Store myself. Damn. Um, coming in at number two, the Silence. I have not oh, heard of that. Oh, you one. know what? Yes, that was wasn't that the movie that was kind of derivative of um. <sighs> oh gosh. Um, a, a quiet, quiet place. place. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. The it one was that, okay. It, it was on Netflix. Yeah, it was yeah. okay. It was. I mean, it wasn't Quiet Place, but it was okay. I think that's the problem: is that both of those movies came out in such a a small time frame that, like, one was going to be clearly outshined by the other. And in, in this case, it was The Silence. Yeah, that happens all the time in movies. Though. There's always one movie. That comes out, and then it's like a movie that's just like similar to that movie, and yep. then the other movie yeah. is, you know, like oh, out like Quinn said, I'll shine. So mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> it, it, it's crazy because I, I, there, I feel like after a Quiet Place, there was a handful of them that came out, but for some reason, one of the ones that stuck was Bird Box. Yeah, like yeah. that was actually a decent one that was pretty much a Quiet Place, but with people that could. Oh see. hell yeah! I, I feel like it was different enough. You know what I mean? But it was still, it was still, it was, it was, yeah. it was still it was, like the same yeah, concept. Gotcha. Oh, speaking of a quiet place, did any, any of you guys catch that like what 20, 25 second little teaser that apparently like uh, a quiet place part two is like the official trailer is going to be dropping like I think January second. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it. I uh, yeah, it was alright. I don't know if I'm going to go see that because from what I understand, they pretty much forced John Krasinski into doing. Well, I think you should see it because if he didn't do it, it probably have been shite. 
And and you know what that, I mean? that's what I was gonna say is that they didn't force him into it, but they told him that like, hey, if you walk away, we're gonna get somebody else. So the fact that John cared enough to be like, all right, well, I don't want to see this messed up, right? Just, right. You know, um, true. So at least I think he's gonna put it as you know as much care into this one because I think like uh, from the teaser trailer, like it's still following the same family. It's like is it, is it, it seemed, yeah, it seemed like yeah. right after. Yeah, so it's like Emily Blunt. It's the girl that's actually um, uh, deaf. I think she's deaf. deaf but they yeah. they like praised her in like I saw the like extended stuff and like everyone on set was like just praising that girl and how great she was on set. Yeah, um, well, I'll wait till you finish because I didn't like her. But uh, and then the the the, uh, the son I think is left. And I think it's just those three. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. Really. What, oh, what, what do you not like about the deaf girl? Oh my god, she was the worst. <laughs> she was the fucking worst. I was just like, oh my god, kill her, please. Like, <laughs> like she got a fucking brother killed, then she got a father killed. I was like, oh god, can she? I hope she dies in this moment. You're the worst. I know. That's the that's and you know, <laughs> I appreciate that. I could be the bad guy, but I hope she fucking dies. Horribly, <laughs> like I hope one of the monsters catch her and just rip her in half and then drink up blood like an anime film. Jeez! Oh my god! Uh, so <laughs> coming in, <laughs> coming in at number one, um, off of the success of Bohemian Rhapsody, The Dirt, following Motley Crue. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, I would have no interest in seeing that yeah. movie. Mm-mm. But uh, it in a you know in, in a world where Little Peep got a documentary this year and that one was still the worst, it must have been pretty bad. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, I don't want to see nothing with the Motley Crue. Fuck them! I don't like them. Mm. Well, that that's my bad list for 2019. Really, I thought it was going to um, be some other shit on that list for real. Yeah, wow. I mean, it was just a. Uh, it wasn't like a, a huge website. It was just I'll, we'll find a huge website for next podcast. All right, cool. After we do the review, so yeah. so one of the things that I unfortunately missed out on is that Sonny and I started a tradition last year about our top five and our bottom five movies that we saw. Not so much the, of the movies that came out, that <coughs> came out but of our me. bottom five. Uh, but on my bottom five, one of the movies that I would put on there. Um, as like the worst of the worst I saw this year that actually did come out. Uh, I think it was March. Uh, was Captive State. My God, I hated that movie. Which one was that one? Uh, that was the one with. Um, why can I not remember his name right now? Um, the guy that played the father on Roseanne. Why can I not think of his name right now? Captive State didn't it come out like last year? Nope, it came out this year, because I'm actually sitting here looking at my movie list, and I saw it on opening day, and that was March 17th. Um, Captive State? That's old. That's yes. the Kevin Smith movie, right? No, that was the movie about an alien invasion and trying to... Oh, yep. shit, yes, so, uh, yes. So you was pumped to see that shit. I know. I was so... <laughs> so, so here's how to not do an alien movie, guys, just in case anybody's Ooh. out there making a movie. Uh, if you're going to make an alien invasion movie, maybe actually put some aliens in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, That's yeah. Horse shit. The entire movie is just planning 
to take out the aliens and not actually doing it. It so it's like, hey, Jesus. let's just sit around and just talk about it for two hours. <laughs> mm. oh, Let me tell man. you, that was my least favorite movie this year. You know, another oh, another man. movie that's on that list, just to keep going on this whole worst movies that I really wanted to see, but I didn't get a chance to see it. That Serenity that? movie with um, Matthew McConaughey and um, um, shit, what's that girl's name? She like Julia Roberts and shit. She's a young Julia Roberts lookalike. Um, she played Catwoman. What's oh, her name? Um, um, Anne Hathaway. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that movie. I wanted to see that, and it was like the trailer was like so intriguing. I'm like, oh shit, this looks good. And then it like it bombed. Like no one went to see it. Hmm. Damn. All right. So now that we've done this, now I need to know everyone's uh, top favorite movies this year we can say a top five we can save that for the next podcast but just something to think about because i want everyone's top five so that's our that's our homework this week all right um so let's go ahead and uh hop into uh what we're reading this week and what we did read uh quinn why don't you go ahead and kick us off Oh, man. All right. So I sat here and I have a list of like, well, one, two, three, four things I would love to talk about, but I'm going to narrow it down. Uh, so my first one, I, I guess, is going to go out to Nick. Uh, I, I almost recommended this book to you uh, when we went to the comic shop the other day. And unfortunately, I saw how big your box was and I didn't speak up about it. But you need to go grab. Son of a bitch. You need to go grab Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen. Uh Oh, you you did mention it. I was just on the phone. Yeah. Like, what's the pur- what's the purpose of those books anyway? By the way, what is? Yeah. What is, what All is right. it? Let, so, let's go over uh, this. So, Hell Arisen is following on the heels of Justice League, which unfortunately just ended, and also Batman versus Superman. So okay. in so in Justice League, um, basically, uh, Doom has been taking over the galaxy. Uh, Legion so, of Doom. No, Doom. Who's Doom? Doctor Doom? No, like the actual essence of Doom. There's justice and then there's Doom. Doom is sweeping through the multiverse. And the person that created the multiverse, Perpetua, has come back. And so Lex Luthor is now what they're considering an apex predator. Um, And he has been going around to different Earths in the multiverse. And they either decide to join Doom... Or fall to their knees and get their Earth destroyed. Uh, we already saw the Gotham by Gaslight universe get destroyed. And this issue picks up with um, Earth 3, which is the crime syndicate of America. And first off, I love this issue because it finally explains why the crime syndicate are all alive. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, so anyway... Um, know that Perpetua is coming and so Ultraman is giving a very uh, Hitler-esque speech about how you know fall to your knees to your god and your god is a woman and her name is Perpetua and as he mm. uh, finishes up giving this uh, giving this speech uh, Perpetua basically uh, calls them um, to what she calls the godhead which is her throne room right. and basically is like well good job um, 
And, uh, you know, we're going to keep your planet alive, but we're going to take all of your humans and we're going to make them into these human uh, Martian hybrids called the cool. Apex Predators, just cool. like uh, Lex Luthor. Question. Yes. God hit. Does that have anything to do with the Green Lantern story? It does. Continue. I know some stuff. I'm just I'm trying to get it like. Uh, <laughs> yes. So so here's the interesting part. So now uh, so now they've joined Doom. Uh, so basically they turn <clears throat> all the humans on this earth and apex predators and be careful what you wish for. Uh, Johnny Quick uh, immediately says, like, oh, God, she's basically screwed us. We have no one to rule because now it's all these, like, animals basically trying to murder everything. <laughs> they have no one to actually rule, which is their whole thing. Right. You know, they're the mobsters of their universe, and all they want is their cut. Um, so, uh, so now they've tasked the rest of the crime syndicate along with Lex on taking mm-hmm. out the bad the, the bad man who laughs and the reason why is that uh, perpetually explains that when she helped create the universe and the universe first had doom before it had justice um that the the dark multiverse is a mistake and that is right. not a universe that she has any possible way of ruling over even if she wanted to so it must be eradicated <laughs> so she sends luthor back to our our earth earth zero and he is met by the arrival of all of the infected heroes that uh showed up in batman versus super batman superman i should say the secret six correct Mm -hmm. and they just tear him to shreds and that's how the issue ends oh they whooped loose his ass Oh, it wasn't even a question uh like kara zorel of kara uh kara i forget what her name is is it Zorel? Is that what she's going yeah. by in that? Yeah. I don't. She yeah, doesn't. Really, she doesn't. Yeah. She, yeah. Well, I know. That's so nice. Is, well, I know they all have different names, so that's hmm. why I'm thinking maybe it's different. Anyway, okay. she yeah. she makes she makes a cool passing comment. She's like, "You might have just you know you might have won against the Justice League, but I guess someone of my Earth is is uh the one to finally take you out." And then that she's met by the arrival of uh, the Scarab, which is Blue Beetle. Uh, I forget Hawkman's name, but it was something kind of cool. Oh, uh, shit. I forgot what it was, too. Um, yeah. Sky Centurion or some shit like that? S- yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like but, that. Uh, so anyway, yeah, this is going to be a, a, a four-issue uh, mini. Uh, basically, you know, with, uh, with Luthor Perpetua basically taking out the Justice League... Uh, we have like a dark rain situation, kind of like how um, how Marvel did a couple years ago, but now they're being challenged by what Petra was considering abominations. So it's really right. just a fight as to which terrible group gets gets Earth. <laughs> Pardon me for a second, boys. Keep talking. Of course. Uh, so yep. so yeah, I, I really like this issue and. Uh, you know, Nick, I, I know you have half the equation because you've been reading Batman Superman. Um, yeah. So, uh, and I've been reading Justice League. So between the two of us, man, I, I mean, I, if I could enjoy this story without knowing much about uh, Batman Superman, uh, I, I think you'll enjoy it. Maybe even more so than I do. Just the two of us. <laughs> we can make it if you try. <laughs> 
All right, what's next? Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about is I really loved uh, Joker Killer Smile. Um, yes. So that that series continues to be amazing. Uh, it's about a psychiatrist named Ben Arnell. And I spoke about this a little bit on another episode, but um, it, it, it's really cool how uh, he's kind of falling deeper and deeper into madness. Uh, and basically we were told that everything that we have seen up until this point about his, his home life is not at all what is actually happening. And the Joker may or may not have already gotten to him. Um, you know, uh, in the first issue, we were even told that, like, you know, he has three weeks to work on the Joker and then they're going to take him off the case. Uh, we had now know that is a lie and he has been working with the Joker for three years. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the family that he's been going home to has all been psychosis. His, his wife has left him and she took his son. And uh, he has been eating. And so they, they go back to all those panels from the first and second issue. And they basically show you how it is all a lie while Joker, Joker uh, just uh, cackles to himself about the fact that he's been speaking to a totally broken man this whole time. And uh, I, I really love that. I really love that uh, Jeff Lemire and uh, Andrea Sorrentino, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, yeah. just take the whole Joker content, uh, concept and kind of flips it on its head and doesn't really focus on the Joker, but this character, Ben Arnell, that they created is just a lot of fun. And I, I really can't wait uh, for that third issue, but I would be very sad when the series ends because it's been a wild trip. <laughs> But uh, that's my picks for this week. Uh, I can I can go one and one because uh, anybody that is is uh, buying comics monthly knows that this week was insane. Uh, so many books come out. Um, you know, I, I gotta give uh, mentions out to Batman Le- Last Night on Earth number three. That was a really cool and nuts conclusion to that already crazy story. Yeah, and, Do- and Doomsday Clock finally ended. I love the ending of that. Uh, if you uh, were never a fan of Superman, uh, this is uh, this is your chance to uh, really see why he's important to the DC universe. And uh, why he is so beloved, and I really like yeah. that. Yeah, it, it definitely was definitely a definitely a good ending and um, a love letter from Jeff Johns to everybody that you know he loves Superman. <clears throat> definitely. Yeah. Um. So, uh, who would like to go next? Uh, I can go next. Mine be, mine be, oh, you want to go? You can go. You want to go? You want to no, go? You want to go? You want to go? I want to go. I'll go. Do me. No, you. All right. Okay. Um. Go. All right, so mine is one from DC and one from Marvel. These ones stuck out to me this week um, because I'm I can't wait for this new Batman series to come out. Batman number eighty five um, is the end of Tom King's run. Am I saying his ring? Is his name Tom King? I'm sorry, Tom King, and only sort of. He has a miniseries coming out to finish up what yeah, what's been in the rest of his run. Yeah, the Batwoman, Batman, Catwoman stars. Um, I was happy to have Thomas Wayne come back and uh, be the villain for, for for Batman. It was cool. I mean, I, they rushed him off the book, so it, it, if I'm sure it's supposed to went further than this. Um, the art was really good in it. I loved it. Batman had his whole plan. Like he thought, you know, he you know he's he showed why he's why he's the best hero in DC. I'm sorry. I don't care if you don't like it. That's my opinion. Sorry. 
Yeah. He's he's the best villain. He's the best hero. He could he could be a villain. Shit. Speaking of another book that Quinn just said last night on Earth, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my god, but yeah, that ending was. <laughs> but yeah, he it was a really good book. It ended well. I love the fact that I love when Batman and Catwoman fight together. It's like whoever draws it, it just looks beautiful on page. How they fight each other, you know, how, how they fight with each other. Um, his father, uh, I'm hoping he comes back later because something happens in the book. He gets his comeuppance in the book. Um, I'm hoping something he, he gets better like Bruce does, you know, because same thing happened to Bruce. Um, at the end of the book, they walk, they go off. He's trying to help other people and whatnot. Um, it was really good. Now, the main book that I really want to talk about was X-Force. So I think I don't I think I talked to someone else about it. X-Force to, for me was up and down because. All right. So the X-Men have this thing where now if they die, they can come back. And first I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But now it's getting to the point where it's like, OK, Oh yeah, they're killing everybody off. Right, like uh, uh, what the fuck? Like, stop! Like, we get it. Like the first panel of the book, multiple man fucking dies and a bunch of his dupes. But then we find out in the middle of the book, it wasn't Jamie Prime; it was his dupes. But it's like, okay, don't just go for shock value. How you can kill X Men, you know, and come back? Because previously in the book, in uh, X Force number one, Xavier gets shot in the face. That you know? was some. That was something. If you don't mind me interjecting, uh, I, I think that's something that I was a little scared about. So Jonathan Hickman, who's the guy that's like spearheading the X Men, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, told told an interview that the reason why he chose to make this like thing where they can all come back is because he is sick of deaths being used for shock value. Uh, so I'm kind of I'm kind of sad to hear that another writer, which I think is Benjamin Percy, if I'm not mistaken, um, it's kind of sad that he might be using that MacGuffin, if you will, uh, kind of in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just weird. Like they they fuck up they, these humans. It's supposed to be like their version of the uh, Court of Owls. That's what everybody keeps calling them, the <laughs> Court of the Owls. Um, so they they use Domino. They skin her, took her, use her skin to get onto the island. That's how they killed Xavier. So now they're dealing with these other people that are jumping on the island, taking things, taking the money from them, Xavier's money because they they revealed that Xavier is actually the richest person in the world, not mm-hmm. Tony Stark and all those other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just doing this shit to, um, I guess, put the X Men in their place. Which is crazy because the whole point of them having their own island was they should be untouchable. But as as Dick can tell you in one of the previous books, uh, I think it was regular X Men, they just got beat up by the fucking uh-huh. Golden Girls and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that was a really good issue, though. <laughs> oh, it was good, but it was like, holy shit, y'all getting fucked up by humans left and right. Like this is not, you know what I mean? In the regular X, in the original X Men runs. This shit would have happened once or twice, and then they were like, "You know what? We about to fuck them up." Now I'm I'm waiting for them to get to come up and some shit because it's got to come because I'm tired of seeing my people get fucked up. Um, so Wolverine <laughs> goes, not black people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, mutants are my people. <laughs> <laughs> but just, um, so another part in the book was that the, the intrigued me was when Wolverine went to see Forge and he's like, they talk about tech and shit and like, he pretty much gave um, Domino like a witchblade and shit. It was a piece of Krakoa and she, and she put it on her arm. It was like a gauntlet and it can turn to anything that she wanted. Like she can have a, a, a blade, a gun. Um, all you got to do is put that shit in water to keep it hydrated. And then you can just keep, you have unlimited bullets. And shit. It was dope as shit. Um, so Wolverine was talking to him. He was like, yeah, you know, what is this right here? So they walk over to it and it's like a weapon X bath. So he was like, what, is this what I think it is? He said, yep, a tub full of adamantium. You know, just in case, you know, if you ever die, you come back, that's how you get your adamantium back. Like, they just put it out there. Like, oh, okay, so Wolverine dies, that's how he gets his adamantium back. <laughs> Weird. Because if he dies, he comes back, he doesn't have the adamantium. He just has his bone claws. Right. Like, at this point, I'm like, why would you go through that pain of getting the adamantium where you know your healing factor is better Without the antimanium. Antim- right. Antimanium. Antim- Am I saying it right? Adamanium? Adamanium. Adamanium. Because <laughs> it's ad- adamanium. Yes. But, you know, it was, it, it, I mean, I liked it. It was cool because they finally explained it because that was one of my questions too early on. Like, how did, where the fuck are they getting this adamanium from? Um, but Wolverine reached over the tub and was like, I wonder if you can make me. And then the alarm went off. And he was like, next time kind of like the roadie and Iron Man thing, but he was like, next time, baby, or some shit. Like, what the fuck does Wolverine want with the Andamanium? Yeah. So, so now that's the question. Is like, what, what did he want? And Forge, Forge when he run it off, they run off. He's Forge is like, next time, short guy, or some shit. I'm like, okay, this got to be brought back up in another issue. Hopefully, something weird. Give it to my daughter. Give it to my son. Let them all have Andamanium since they all good guys now. Um... <laughs> But so yeah, and it's so man, this real quick. So they run in, and the 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 humans are attacking this other place. I guess they friends of Xavier's. They shoot shooting scientists and all this shit. Mm. And they used the, they use the portal for Krakoa to go through the portal. And the humans know what the Krakoa portal look like. They turn the portal off. So Quentin, Quiet, Wolverine, and um, Domino jump through the portal. But Domino was like behind him, so she missed the portal. So when she jumped through it, she just came out on the other side. I had to read it like three or four times. Like, why is she not, you know, what's what I'm about to say? Wolverine gets cut in half. So his legs on the other side of the portal. <laughs> his other side is on the side with the humans. Quentin Quire's head is on the other side with the humans while his body is laying on the other side where Domino is. Holy shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, they literally just killed him like... <laughs> I just murdered the X-Men like that, that fast. And you killed poor Quentin Quire, who's never been dead. Oh, I take it back. He was dead. But mm-hmm. but he he was my he was just trying to help out and shouldn't got beheaded by the fucking portal because they turned it off. Like they need to get some <laughs> more safety protocols. Like, okay, if you're a mutant, you can still jump through. <laughs> some shit. So I was like, God damn. But yeah, the, the story is it's it's cool, but I don't like the fact they keep using death as a means to tell a story. All right. Um, so I actually cha- wanted to change one of mine. I'm going to be doing uh, the Immortal Hulk. Uh, I want to touch on that, the trade that I had gotten through finally, and then mm-hmm. also the Batman's Grave. Okay, dude, that book. Uh, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to jig with it. I'm trying. 
<laughs> I, 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 I want to start there just for you, Sonic. Um, right. <laughs> so it, it's honestly, it's so weird. Yes. Like, I yes. <laughs> don't really understand what the point is or what's going on, but I still want to keep reading. Right, right, right. Exactly is going on. So basically, the first book starts out where um, he gets this case of this guy and he's trying to figure out like how he died um, and all that. And then it ends up that when he thinks about it, he ends up going back to this guy's apartment. And then at the end of the first book, the guy jumps out from inside of the floorboards after he lifts up the bed. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, go, going into the second book, honestly, the second book is a lot of fighting between them. Um, for the first part of that book, and then he just drops off that guy at the uh, GCPD. Um, it's also very heavily focused on how Alfred is affected by uh, Bruce being Batman. Um, and throughout both books, you see that Alfred is up late nights drinking and hungover in the morning and just consistently questioning, like, why Bruce is doing this still. Like, why can't, you know, the GCPD take care of it? Why does he have to be Batman? Right. And he can't, you know, like, he just sit back and have a night and drink with Alfred and just relax. All right. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, pretty much heavily focuses on that. And then at the end of the uh, second book, they're trying to figure out another crime as well. So... I mean, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what the point is of this book, but it just has me hooked into that point to where I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Right. Well, you got like 10 more issues left. I, I'm I'm for, I'm with it. Like, I'm with it because that I, I mean, that's what I like about, it. you know, it may be all over the place, but it still has me figuring out, like, what is the point? Like, what, what <laughs> yeah. Um, but going into the Immortal Hulk, I finally, finally got around to the second trade that I had sitting around, uh, the Immortal Hulk, uh, Hulk in Hell. And if you guys have not read any of the Immortal Hulks yet, please go do it. I'm so behind. Well, I, it, I definitely want to hear what you have to say, because that is the trade that I do not own. And so I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, we're, when I uh, drop off that question trade I'll have, or the question issue, I'll have to let you uh, uh, read it. Mm. Sweet. That yeah, question was good, too. That's another book you guys should pick up. Mm, so good. Actually, so good that our local comic book store is completely out of copies and they can't order any more. Isn't that great? <laughs> so I'm hoping that means that they're going to go to a second printing because that book sold out. Yeah, DC they probably will. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> no, good, good. Um, so um, in the Mortal Hulk, Hulk through Hell, um, essentially it follows from the first uh, trade where at the end of a fight with um, uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, Red Dog. Uh, no. Um, the absorbing man at the end of the fight with the absorbing man. He goes by uh, Red Dog now. Oh yeah, <laughs> Red Dog. Sorry. Um, at the end of that fight, he ends up opening up the Gamma Portal and ending up in essentially hell. Um, so throughout the book, in the in hell, um, 
what the red dog i was trying i keep wanting to call him the absorbing man red dog he he is the absorbing man so you can just keep calling him that (laughs) (laughs) uh red dog is trying to track him down along with one of the guys from uh the uh gamma flight um and trying to find him and put a stop to him and he's in there with the reporter and it's really cool because he's just going through this whole like internal struggle with himself like trying to figure it out and trying to like understand what's going on between the hulk and bruce banner at the same time like that's what i really 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 love about like the immortal hulk is it really heavily focuses on this struggle that he has of that he's pretty much just a hulk now like there essentially is no Bruce Banner anymore. It's, no, it's even a, when he is Bruce Banner and he dies, he comes back as the Hulk. So I, that's exactly. why I love, I love the body horror of that series. Yeah, ex- exactly. And like the the crazy the crazy part is after he finally gets out of hell, um, he calls, um, Jesus Christ, I am blanking on names. <laughs> uh, Betsy Ross, um, yeah. Harvey calls her goes to meet up with her and then ends up talking to her. And at the same time, there are still assassins out trying to find Bruce Banner or the Hulk and kill him. So it ends up that that assassin ends up shooting Betsy Ross, who previously was, um, Harpy Harpy. Yeah. Red Hulk. Um, she she Hulk. Sorry. Um, so she gets shot in the head and ends up dying. But then she ends up coming back as She-Hulk as well. But before Bruce or the Hulk knows that, he goes crazy after this uh, assassin and tries to go after him and kill him. And like Quinn was saying earlier, the craziest part about this is the assassin shoots him right in the head, like almost dead center for the brain. All it mm-hmm. does is put a hole in his head and he's, he's fine. And he yeah. just starts healing back up. So great. Um, and then after that, um, Doc Sampson comes back from the dead, and they start essentially having a fight trying to figure out who the Hulk has become. But a Hulk is having trouble with that because right now he's still essentially missing half of his brain. So mm-hmm. all Hulk is doing right now is fighting Doc Sampson, just like, you know, Hulk smash, Hulk smash, just like trying to kill him. And just yeah. go to town on him, um, but finally his uh, the rest of his head does grow back, and then they start talking about what happened between him and the Avengers, and they start really digging in to this deeper part inside of him uh, called Hell Hulk, or I think that's what they call it. Okay, um, who is essentially this part of him that he does not want to come out because it will literally bring the end of the world if he lets it fully out. Hmm. Uh, that's pretty much where it leaps off. Jeez, I think I've read all these. Yeah, he's he's reading like volume three. Uh, okay. I thought yeah. you were like caught up. No, I, I, I have like the funny thing is, so that's the, second, that's the second trade. Mm-hmm. I'm about to read the third trade. No, I thought, and that, then was, I have, that, I thought that was the third trade. Mm-mm. I think that's the, that's that's the second trade. I think. Yeah. Oh no, this is the third trade. It Sorry, is the I'm about okay. to read. I'm about to read the fourth trade, and then I'm go and then I have all the uh, back issues for the rest of them. Hmm. But 
Yeah, it is. If you guys have not read the Immortal Hulk, it is good. Yeah, yeah. I was I was late on that train, and uh, and yeah, so were you, Nick. Um, but but I'm very glad that I've now been picking it up, and I've been picking up in hardcover, which covers two trade paperbacks into one hardcover. So I think the next one doesn't come out for another couple months, which is why I'm getting impatient. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to pick back up. It's definitely really good. Um. All right. Well, I think I think that just about covers everything that we had to talk about. Anybody uh, yeah. have any words? I totally do. Um, uh, I, I have one <clears throat> small complaint that I know that Sonny may or may not disagree with. Um, so going back to the whole X-Men thing <clears throat> for a second. Uh, Sonny, are you caught up on uh, New Mutants? Yes. So don't get me wrong. I am loving all of the issues. They're up to issue four for anyone that has not been reading it. Yeah, a lot but, of them up to know, four now. Yeah. So I feel like it's one of those bad TV shows where they leave you on a cliffhanger, but then the next episode has nothing to do with that cliffhanger. <laughs> so the first two books were so golden. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they left on a cliffhanger, and then issues three and four have nothing to do with the rest of the team or where they are or what they're doing, but instead focuses on another group of young mutants. And although that story has been really cool, I'm just like, why do I feel like they went out of order somehow? <laughs> no, I mean? think, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the point of the story. They, um, they want to make it like um, because they all new mutants because they're all these characters that they're talking about are new, technically new mutants. Correct. Um, I think they want to do it like as episodic like that. So right now they focus on what's going on on Earth. So they'll deal with like this is a filler story. You know how the show goes on break and they just well, give you like filler yes. stuff. That's what is. I think this is like the filler story. And then after this story is done, they'll go back to Sam and I'm in space. Yeah, I want to say issue five sees them back in space. But it's just such a weird thing that we're we're only like two issues in, and then we got like a probably issue six, not five. It probably be issue know. six, not five, because they got to resolve this first, which okay. which which I think will take one more issue because you know. I mean, unless they don't resolve this and then they leave this on a cliffhanger and go back to the other thing, and that'll keep you reading, I guess. Yeah. Because you got to find out what's going on with them in space and whatnot. Like, yeah, because, I mean, although I really liked this story, I think the space story right now is, like, infinitely more exciting. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just happy to have armor in something. I miss armor so much. Yeah, I missed, um, oh, gosh, what is, what is his name with the the bird-like head? From, uh, Wolverine. Yeah, from Wolverine and the X-Men. I, I kind of missed him, too. Uh, it was actually it was new X-Men, but I got you now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, sorry, that was my only little like gripe of the issues that I was reading with this week is that I was right. like, I'm like, I'm enjoying this book, but like, damn, can I get back to the story I was really interested in? <laughs> yeah. But uh just a weird disjointed way of putting together books, but I also uh one of the things I want to bring up in a future episode uh that uh you know, a, a, another YouTube channel I follow, Comic Story, and brought up a really good uh, thing that I would uh, love to cover next year. Uh, are, you, is, are, you about to, are you about to say what I was going to say? You're probably possibly. about to say what I'm about to say. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the, so, is trade waiting killing the mm. comic book industry? Yeah, you are. You just did. <laughs> yeah. 
So, Nick, I will catch you up to speed on that video because I want you to watch it. And then I want us to formulate our own opinions. And I would love to talk about this because I think it is an important topic. Of course. I I think it's a really important topic to talk about, especially being comic book fans. And we all read, uh, we we all essentially read, whether digitally or physically, we all read single issues. Um, Yes. but, But are we in the minority? Um, but yeah, I guess we can leave it off for that one. And I guess now I'm leaving my own cliffhanger. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, uh, don't forget to follow us on, uh, Twitter comics, collect I three, same thing for Instagram and Facebook at comics collective. Don't forget to tell your friends. Don't forget to be really creepy. Tell your aunt, tell your uncle, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your sister, tell your brother that we uh, love them. I guess that's the creepy part. Um, (laughs) But in all seriousness, my name is Nick. My name is Quinn. Hey, this is Sonny. And we are out of here. Peace out. Hang up, Nick.